0: I would describe it as tough love. And I want to get there through radical truthfulness. In other words, people say what they honestly mean. And radical transparency allows people to see things for themselves.
1: So does this get rid of the office backstabbing and politicking?
0: There's a rule here um, that you can't
2: talk behind anybody's back. You do that three times, you're out of here. That is a man called... Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio, who is on 60 Minutes Sunday night. He's worth gazillions of dollars, many, many billions of dollars. One of the richest people in the world as an investor. But anyway, he's into the whole radical honesty thing, and they do not allow any gossip in the company. You get caught mm. twice and you get fired. Yeah. And they're. Well, I'm saying it beyond his back, so how does he know? What gossip is. Well, you'd go tell on You'd tell them, Oh, yeah. I guess. yeah. The radical honesty extends to the um extent. Now, this is the idea that you go and say to so-and-so, I don't think your division is keeping up. I think you need better people or something instead of keeping that to yourself and just complaining to others, ah, I guess. But it goes to the extent of they sit in meetings with their laptops open and you're giving a constant score during the meeting about other people. And everybody's looking at their at their laptops, and you're seeing the score about you, and then you're putting scores on about others. Wow! That uh, that seemed that okay to, crazy. That seemed to me. completely crazy to me. That's, that's nuts. That's it's like
0: that little twisty thing they do with focus groups, listening to a politician. I'm speech. typing right now.
2: Oh, Joe's really going on too long here. <laughs> but there, there was stuff like that, and he's and they wow. asked him 60 minutes. They said, do people say bad stuff about you?" And he said, "Oh, especially bad stuff about me." But so you, you actually be sitting in a meeting, and you know how somebody asks a stupid question. Yeah, you just you type down. That's an irrelevant question. All this is going to do is make the meeting longer. Right? You know, this is this... obviously
0: a person who kills time as opposed to accomplishes <laughs> tasks. They're prolonging well, the meeting just point. so they don't Let's have put to a get pin back in that. to work. We'll
2: come back to that later. I want to unpack the thing that we talked just a second about. Sean and interrupted me
0: while I was making a point and said something about unpacking something.
2: Use the phrase "put a pin in." Think I'm going to Ralph?
0: Right. <laughs> unpacking I'd like to unpack my fist into his <laughs> well that sentence is weird but anyway I'm giving myself a low score for that sentence
2: so that's a hot new thing if you aren't aware of it you should google it radical candor or radical honesty it's one of the hot trends among your uh, corporate set right now I don't know if it's going to catch on or work it's, it's a, a good, lovely I, idea in great, theory it's, it's terrific it's a great idea yeah you, you got to have it in a family right. you got to have it you know in practice though yeah right. Well, we've, we've both had, you've had a, quite
0: a notable experience where it was just laid on thick that what we're really looking for here is honesty. We really want to know what you think. And not only that, it will be totally anonymous and the rest of it. And then immediately there were repercussions. There was the how dare you.
2: Have you ever heard this story, Sean? So a consultant comes into this radio station I'm working at and it talks to all of us. And uh, gonna keep it all anonymous, you see. And we want the truth, we want honesty. And he actually <laughs> met me at a bar, so I'm having a few drinks. All right, get the truth. Oh. The truth serum. Danger, danger. I didn't say anything that wasn't true, though. Uh, but I really laid it out. I that this was. <laughs> I was a, just being honest. It was a particularly <laughs> crappy place to work. And man, me and my uh, my buddy, I think we we're to- we we're together. I think anyway. I really laid into the, the the management and everything, and it was just just a crazy place to work. I mean, it was crazy. The way people got yelled at and belittled and just it was just nuts. Uh, but anyway, so he he puts out the report to the boss, and he did keep me. Uh, he did he did keep it anonymous. He just put um, someone in programming management. Well, I was the only person in programming management. I was the program hmm. director. So they were able to connect those dots. <laughs> Where so he connected those dots. And Two I got,
0: big giant black dots. And I got
2: called immediately into his office. What's with the stabbing me in the back? What I'm just you know.
0: Yeah, it was awful. Just so, awful. So you're being invited to go into the boss's office and say, you know, boss, I, 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 you, your management of people is is uh, really not very good at all. Uh, you you couldn't motivate a starving man to eat. <laughs> you know? No, okay. Yeah, that and my would
2: colleagues be... are baffled how you even got this position in the first <laughs> place.
0: Or or right? You know, you're you're, you're super great with with people, but. The sales department isn't doing anything. I mean, and and they'll they'll say thank you so much for your input. That's the way it's supposed to go. Telling you, if you work in a place like that, that's really cool. You know, I, I'd like to hear more about how it works or how long it took to instill that culture right. and how many people uh, had
2: to go. Well, he even said in this piece that they got it within the first. What was it, like seven months? They have about a 30% quit rate of new hires. Yeah. It's just, um, they go through a lot of people. Yeah. Um, A lot of really successful uh, companies or or bosses, like your Steve Jobs, like this guy, like I remember when Lee Iacocca, but way back in the day, was writing books and everything like that. What's his name? Welch from GE. Mm -hmm. They fire lots of people. Your successful businesses and super big time leaders get rid of lots of people. Right. And that's not the modern style. And in some states, it's impossible.
0: I remember they they targeted Mitt Romney with that, that they fired people. His company fired people when he was running for president.
3: uh, Was was Carly Fiorina had
2: that same thing hung around her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jack Welch, who ran GE, believed you should get rid of the bottom 10% every year and replace them with new people to see if they're better. Right. Every year. Right. Mm, That ain't the modern way, man. No, it was the way he did it, though. You don't just release a bear into the factory and see who the slowest temper. You know, there's there's metrics and analytics. You know, you can do it as a much more you know humane way. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Cancel the bear. (laughs) The the bear, I cancel it. Yeah, I know. I I know. I already paid the down payment. Just cancel it.
2: I'm aware of a number of workplaces in the Ravenous modern bears are us. Yes, in the modern setting, especially in places where it's almost impossible to fire people, I would think if anything, you're losing the top ten percent every year, to so they just don't want to be part of it anymore, and you retain the bottom ten percent. So you just add to that. I think that happens more often than not.
0: Just in the modern kind of junky workplace,
2: or what? Yeah, when you can't fire people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only, only way say, people leave is when they find right? better stuff. Yeah. or, or feel and like, would be your top performers, really. Right, yeah, right. or feel like I can't perform as high a level as I'd like because you get these <laughs> crappy people working around me. Strapping ankle weights to
0: me every day <laughs> exactly. when I walk into the office. <laughs> Tough to soar with the Eagles, etc., etc. et, cetera,
2: et cetera. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. interesting. So you're actually losing the top 10% every year instead of getting rid of the bottom 10%.
0: What if you ran a business, Jack, where you could never get rid of anyone no matter how incompetent, lazy... Yeah. They were. How bad their attitude is. What, how, how successful do you think that business would be at executing its mission?
2: I had an example of that. I hate to complain about stuff like the this. government just, business, for those of
0: you too sleepy-headed to connect the dots, that is government. I just you.
2: sound like the sort of person that complains about this sort of stuff. But yes. I went to the post office. I had to pick up a package. They gave mm. me the little note. There's a sign that says, walk up to this door and ring the bell. So walk I walked this way, I walked up. To, there's nobody at the post office. I think there was one other customer. There yeah. And a couple of uh, uh, postal people. So I rang the bell and I waited for quite a while, um, probably a good five minutes. So I finally decided to go around to the counter and this was oddly dead. There was nobody there. Mm. And so I, I, I stood in line. I waited until she called me, even though there were no people there and she was doing something else. And she called me and I walked up there and I said, yeah, I got a slip. Uh, to get a package and she said you have to go over there and ring the bell and I said yeah I did that I waited like five minutes and nobody came and she said well you're just ring the bell again and wait longer and I thought well you're standing right here you're not doing anything right the doors like four feet over there right you could either go get the package or you could yell back there hey we got somebody the package you could do any of these things but you have no interest in that nope. do you no nope. just doesn't matter to you uh-uh. so I'm supposed to go ring the bell again she said yeah so I thought okay and I went back over to ring the bell again and just thought, this does not happen at UPS or FedEx or any place where they have to be concerned about their customers. You would never go there again. And she went back to and do whatever she was, was dying. doing. Right. I mean, it was just incredible. Yep. How could you? I just, as a human being, I couldn't care that little. Just out of boredom, I right. might have went and got the package. Right. Well, it's embarrassment,
0: too you have some just, level of pride in your work. Right. Yeah. It's just
2: amazing.
0: There, We have received, uh, you know, having started the radio show in Sacramento, California, the capital of that great, ridiculous state, we've received so much testimony. The committee has closed the investigation. People who had the pride in their work beaten out of them. By working for the state or, or indeed the federal government in some cases, too, where if you try and you, you have any desire for excellence whatsoever, everybody around you browbeats you until you stop, because that's the last
2: thing they want is somebody actually working hard. I know a couple of post office workers are great, so I know they aren't all that way, right? Sure. My brother worked for the post office briefly. He thought that would be a good direction to go. It's easy, It's a lot easier to get in if you're, if you're a military background. Mm-hmm. And he worked there for a while and he just couldn't hack the fact that he said at this particular post office, all people talked about was when their next break was. And just it was nonstop all day long. What time you, when times you break? Noon, noon to two. Oh yeah. I only got a couple more hours. I got three more hours. Just all day long. Wow. Just work, Doing everything really slow and talking about when your break's coming. Boy, on. hearing about that sucked oh, my yeah. soul dry. It just sounds awful. God, they got the soul
0: sucked <laughs> on. Give me my soul back. Oh. Oh.
2: Wow.
0: It's just a... Oh. If you're working in a place like that right now listening to the show, I, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I've, I've had jobs like that. Sure, you like have that. your reasons. I've had jobs like that. Man. Yeah. That's rough. Hey, Joe, what time's your next break? So... Uh, Interesting notes about democracy and elections. The biggest election in the history of the world is going on today. Had one yesterday, and we got one coming up. All of them making the news. Are you going to tell us it's the most important election of our lives? I'm not going to say that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience
0: of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Police in Oregon recently responded to a potential burglary in progress after a woman reported seeing shadows of someone in her house. Police arrived only to find the suspect was actually a Roomba trapped in her bathroom. (laughs) Now, Listen, when you legalize weed in your states,
1: you're going to get a few
2: Roomba burglar incidents, you know? (laughs) That's pretty funny. So the Washington Post has got a story on why Ecuador soured on Julian Assange, which includes the fact that he wouldn't pick up after his clean up after his cat. That's just rude. That includes (sighs) part of the reason that they said, oh, come on in and arrest him. I'm not cleaning up his cat dung anymore. Get the cat. Take the cat, too. He leaves we, don't his, arra- Hello, we don't arrest cats. He leaves his socks behind the door. He's just a mess. I wonder. That's kind of funny. If he that cleaned up after his cat, if he'd still be there. No kidding. That'll make a person pretty bitter. That that sucks. I mean, it's. can you imagine it going on for years, how much you'd hate him? Well, huh. and that's probably an indication of other things like socks or whatever. Yeah. If he's just a slob. Yeah, it didn't help him any. So I mentioned biggest election in the history of democracy is going on today, not in terms of importance. Every election is the most important election of our lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, we're used to that. But this is the biggest election by people in India where they have 900 million registered voters. Hey, a class- third biggest country in the world and we have 300 some million people. That includes a lot of people that can't vote. Friend of mine from high school is in that election. Oddly really?
0: enough. Yeah, he's—he he's, we had no idea. We knew he was of Indian heritage in high school, but he comes from a powerful political family in India, and he lives in India now, and he's a doctor, and he's um, super, uh, well, according to this, he is a superb parliamentarian and a fearless leader. There you go.
2: So that's kind of interesting, 900 million registered voters. Nice and- fellow, too. He's got that going for him. I'll,
0: I'd vote for him if I lived. Well, there. he used to be anyway. I don't know if he is now. He might be a rotten bastard. I have no, <laughs> no information. On
2: that. Um, but uh, they expect high turnout. Um, uh, the referendum on Modi, even though he's not, uh, he's not up for election, the president there. Um, he's a man of the people. He's a populist and blah blah blah. So they got kind of a bit of a Trump thing going on there, where he's controversial. Expecting high turnout. It will take weeks to count the votes. Mm-hmm. They're um, a fairly backward society in a lot of places in the country, plus 900 million votes. I think
0: underdeveloped is the proper term, Jack, is the proper nomenclature. Backward? Backward? Really? Paternalism? White supremacy? Et cetera? Really?
2: So that's the biggest election in the world. Yesterday you had a consequential election in which Netanyahu won in Israel and will continue to be their leader, and uh, we talked about how, according to the New York Times anyway, it was an election with very little substance or issues. It was just ugliness and uh, personal attacks. And I'm wondering if we're going to have the same thing in our presidential election. Yes. I don't know. There are several candidates. No you do. Yes is the answer. <laughs> I think you're right. But there are several <laughs> candidates that are really leaning on policy. Elizabeth Warren, for one, is trying to distance herself from the other candidates by just a gazillion policy papers and really being, you know, deep on policy. I don't know if I don't know if that's what. Whether or not your policies are the right ones is one question, and then I just don't know if people have the the time or energy or interest in looking into that stuff.
0: You know, it reminds me of uh, the uh, the judgments that are made in the entertainment industry, where you know they're always trying to figure out what the next big thing might be or what people want or give them something they don't realize they want. That's, I mean, Elizabeth Warren's desperate. I I feel no energy coming from her campaign. So she's betting that, listen, people are tired of the personal invective and the crap and the rest of it. So she's going to get her a beer and a bunch of policies and, uh, and offer those up thinking that's what people hunger for.
2: Well, Andrew Yang is running for president. He's a uh, Silicon Valley guy. And he has a lot of policy stuff out there, too, which is kind of interesting. I've seen interviews with him. Very, very interesting guy. I don't agree with all of his stuff by far, but it's interesting that he's taken a look at this. And he's got policy papers on all these things. And I've got like eight pages of this. I'll just go through some of them fast. Uh, Quantum computing and encryption standards. The penny needs to go away. Yes. Election day being a holiday. Empowering MMA fighters. He wrote a policy piece on that. I don't even know what that means. They're pretty powerful already, Sean, aren't they? Their grip strength is just unmatched. 18 year term limit for Supreme Court justices. Uh, Lowering the voting age to 16. Stupid. Extending daylight saving time. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? He's intrigued me for. And even those
0: things, some of those questions that I thought, oh, well, that's, you know, I I disagree with him, but it's worth the discussion, right? That children voting is idiotic idiotic
2: ranked chose choice voting I'm really interested in that as a, uh, a policy and I'd like to see more experiments in it see yeah, how it works. yeah sure um uh, bah, 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 uh, come up some other good good ones oh, that yeah,
0: are th- go ahead Every, uh, they're all
2: interesting to me um climate change I'll hide like th- there's, God, there's pages and pages and pages of uh, these. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? I'll hit some more.
1: Well, the Kremlin weighs in on the Assange arrest. We've got more fallout from Attorney General Barr's testimony about spying in the Trump campaign. CNN's talking about nothing else all day long. It's ridiculous. And even more evidence sitting is the new smoking. Gotcha. God, would you quit with that?
2: Making Puerto, Re- an out. Making Puerto Rico a state. Another Andrew, Andrew Yang. Proposition. Finally. automatically Sunset Old Laws is one that he has. Clear, Stay tuned. Go. we got more on this coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Available right now
0: via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast.
2: And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Cause we're stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It was his cat. Part of part of the problem that with Julian Assange had there was his cat. Ecuador um, got tired of his act. Wanted him to pay for medical bills that he was not paying for, phone calls that he was not paying for, and he didn't clean up after his cat.
1: Mm. Oh my! It's it's sounds of, like
0: a
2: crappy roommate. It's part it's part of sounds of like it. everybody's a, a crappy roommate ever. And he, I could see him being the kind of guy. The WikiLeaks founder was arrested today. Um, Julian Assange. I could see him being the kind of guy that always has some sort of ailment and and has a lot (laughs) of medical bills. Wow, and he can't quite help
0: out with the rent this month because I've been sick.
2: So you're paying for your medical bills. He's making lots of phone calls, not paying for him, and his cat is pooping everywhere. There you go. Here's the news with Marsha
1: Phillips. Well, U.S. prosecutors were no doubt pleased watching WikiLeaks founder, the now bearded and rumpled Julian Assange being arrested and hauled out in the street, kicking and screaming today. <laughs> Supporters waiting outside the courthouse where he's due next, chanting... No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no extradition. Assange arrested on an extradition warrant from yes, the U.S.
2: Extradition. It yes. yeah, really a subpar chant. Like I give that oh, C-. minus. That was
1: one of the worst chants I've ever <laughs>
2: yeah. heard. Yeah. It, it I, lacked I, creativity. They didn't really sell it well. I like, got the was, sense they're all yeah. looking at
1: each other. Is that what
2: we're supposed to no, say? No, no extradition. <laughs> no, 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 no extradition.
1: <laughs> yeah, very poor. Coming to Assange defense, Russia. Criticizing the way London police arrested him. The Russian Foreign Ministry issuing a statement. You should
0: have poisoned him
1: instead. Russian Foreign uh, foreign Ministry saying, The way Assange was treated gave the full impression of an open and rude disregard for the human dignity of the arrested. Best to give dose of
0: tough-to-trace nerve agent. Russia, (laughs) Or shoot him on the street. Right, or
1: just, yes, kill on bridge. Russia adding, the Kremlin hopes all the rights of Julian Assange will be respected. End of quote. Tell you what,
0: there's a comedy tour, I'm going to it, because that's some funny stuff, Putin.
1: Lot of reaction to Attorney General William Barr's testimony before a Senate committee Wednesday, saying that spying on Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign did occur. But Barr later qualified his remarks when he was asked by Hawaii Democrat Brian Schatz, Do you want to (laughs) rephrase what you're doing because I think the word spying uh, could cause uh, everybody in the cable news ecosystem to freak out and I think it's necessary for you to be precise with your language here you normally are and I want to give you a chance to be especially precise here
2: I'm I'm not sure of all the um, connotations of that word that you're referring to but you know unauthorized surveillance I want to make sure there was no unauthorized surveillance. Okay, thank you. Is that is that more appropriate in your mind? I,
1: th- this is your call. I really did want to give you a chance to, to say it how you wanted to say it, and make sure that you didn't uh, misspeak because you you talked for a long time you had yesterday, and I want to make sure that you use the words that you want to use. Yeah.
0: So oh. uh, number one, Sean Grob, the man's name is Schatz, All right, so
2: passion sh- Tenths of a terrible condition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh. I had the... Uh, well, anyway. Uh, the Schatz family name is uh, is cloaked in glory through the years. It's uh, the, There are Schatzes going back hundreds of years who've left, uh, left a legacy behind them. The Schatz legacy. A hilarious legacy behind them. Uh, um, is there, is oh, he... and the other thing is, how could any American be against the Attorney General making sure there was no unauthorized surveillance? Is he's... Maybe you think it's a settled question. Well, fair enough. Though.
2: Is the Attorney General such an intellectual... He doesn't follow cable news and modern media that he just completely unaware how people were going to go berserko over the word spying.
0: Uh, It's possible, I suppose. I don't know. This is just such a mountain being made out of a molehill. So you mentioned earlier that people are blasting us on the text line for being. Yeah, we got
2: a number of texts today saying we're part of the, the the Trump cover up. I knew it. We're in the pocket of Trump. We're just, right? we're just taking orders from Trump. And then we got to several today also, which is just so rich. We got several that were part of the people that are trying to drive Trump out of office by spreading false stories.
1: I knew that, too. <laughs> wow. So, these are odd times. House uh-huh. Speaker Nancy Pelosi didn't mince any words. She's slamming the Attorney General's comments about the FBI spying on the Trump campaign.
3: How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Oh, please. That the chief law enforcement officer of our country is going off the rails.
0: Tell you what, if there were witch hunts going on, she better run for her life.
2: Again, Trump moved, the the, the bar was moving. Over the years as to what was acceptable conversation in politics. The William Barr. Uh, or, the, or the line you would not cross. And and Trump accelerated that. There's no doubt about it. But the Speaker of the House basic, the Speaker of the dang House, not some low-rung congressperson. Right. The Speaker of the House saying you can't trust the Attorney General, that the Attorney General is a liar. Yeah. Would have been a big deal years ago. Yep. But now it's just, just something we do. Just roll my eyes at it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, new warning about sitting. Turns out sitting too much can make the time spent exercising less effective as working out improves metabolism so that fat is burned more efficiently. But by sitting, you are cutting into its effectiveness. The findings published in scientific journals show that sitting for too long can overpower those positive ways. Who's behind?
2: Who's behind all these studies? The anti-chair lobby? (laughs) Big (laughs) beanbag.
1: Every day. The shoe lobby. (laughs) Sitting for too long can overpower those positive ways a body reacts to exercise.
0: Well, I, I felt pretty foolish at first, but we bought some of those power recliners. You know, like the the your you couch, you press a button and it reclines for you. Right. So you don't have to use your muscles like a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do I love that thing! Oh, oh I love Jeez. it so much. Is it electric? Yeah, yeah. Really?
2: I've never Battery seen Battery
0: power. One. Do you have to recharge it now and again? Mm. Oh, it's fantastic. Just so you don't have to pull that lever. Uh, yeah, pretty much. The lever's unsightly. Well,
1: yeah. You also have to. <laughs> don't you have to use your legs with that? you got to oh, yeah, like, push it yeah. down oh, right. and all again. Yeah, like so a much effort. Uh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: no. I do not. I'm
2: exhausted. <laughs> I'm just trying to relax here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't sit in a chair, I don't think, five minutes a day. Other than mealtime, time, we sit in a chair. Other than no. I never sit at home at all. That's crazy. How do, What? I can't even. Even picture your life. What's that like?
1: Tiring. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have
3: a
2: riding mower? No. I do not. Well, I wish
1: I did. did. I should get one. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Well, you watch,
0: well, like, zero TV for fun these days, correct? Correct. Or, well, yeah, okay.
2: I take in a lot of news and book TV, but I do that one standing, like doing dishes and cleaning and stuff like that. Ah. There's no sitting in my world. The old watch is, and clean. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. What do you do with all your free time? (laughs) That's
1: hilarious.
2: (laughs) Um.
0: So I was talking about the flat tax uh, yesterday. I was really pitching it hard, and alert listener Ray came across this. Flat tax pros and cons. One of the cons is it would eliminate multiple layers of government bureaucracy. That's a con. Really? Yes. Wow. Who yes. has that view? How world, How weird has the world gotten?
2: Hmm. So more to come on that. So a woman suing for a million dollars, T-shirt cannon at a baseball game, she says broke her finger, and if you get your finger broken, you deserve a million dollars in the modern world. Wow. If
0: she gets that, what, what does a chick with bees in her eyes get?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Betty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the, of, of the
1: nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Just grab this from the Washington Post. It's a good story of why Julian Assange is no longer living in the Ecuadorian embassy includes what may be my favorite lead sentence of all time cat
3: poo and laundry bills there you have it (laughs) (laughs) here we go cat poo and laundry bills these now the big issues in Julian Assange's long and disputed stay in Ecuador's London Embassy the country's foreign minister saying it will no longer take his side in talks with the British government The WikiLeaks founder is suing Ecuador over new conditions placed on his asylum in the embassy. They require him to pay for medical bills and telephone calls, and to clean up after his pet cat. (laughs) Here's Mitchie, also known as Embassy Cat. It's wearing a rainbow necktie and a white collar.
2: Quit putting clothes on your cats.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Weirdos. Assange has also complained that the country refuses to pay his laundry bills. He's been staying at the residence since 2012. That's when British courts ordered his extradition to Sweden to face questioning in a sexual molestation case. On Tuesday, Ecuador's foreign minister told Reuters that the country was running out of patience. So that's how you pronounce it,
0: Reuters.
3: Ecuador has no responsibility to take any further steps. Of course, All right, so- this is
0: actually old, but... Uh...
2: So, um, how do you, if you're living in an embassy under sketchy pretenses, and you know the second you step outside, there's like nine different countries that are going to arrest you, Right. how do you demand they pay for your dry cleaning? Right. Right or think think you're just going to be able to let your cat do whatever it wants? God, I'd be uh, I'd be yes sir no sir. What can I do to help you? If I knew the second I stepped outside, I'm arrested. Right, right. And the cat-, cat poo and laundry bills and could be facing many years in prison. You'd think you'd find the motivation to clean up after your danged cat. I think uh, I think it shows what kind of guy he is to a certain extent. Hey, and you should be uh, paying for my laundry too. What? <laughs> Hey, British police, come on in. Hey, start a GoFundMe page, lazy. He seems like the type of guy who would have USB drives like in safety deposit boxes full of oh, yeah. Oppo research on oh, everybody yeah. that he has to call. And if you don't hear from me in twenty four hours, ship this out to all the major new right like No, wait a second. Oh, that yeah. that exists. Remember that? He claimed he had he had a name for it. A very exciting bond like name for it. Oh, like uh, you know, Plan X. Pl- yeah something like that god yeah. i'd forgotten all about this we talked about this a, about a bunch of times that's funny i don't have any memory of that he as a threat a number of times said i've got information that would blow up a whole bunch of different people and things and there are people out there that know where to get it and i've got it in hiding in case i ever need it well that's exciting yeah i can't wait for that to come out well, yeah, wouldn't
0: it, if he's ever apprehended probably you're yeah. arrested right I mean, what else would he be saving it for? I'll have
2: to do a little Googling around on that. I'm surprised I haven't heard that today. I remember him making that threat.
0: If anybody ever accuses me of cheating at golf, I want you to unleash this.
2: No, it had to be if he was arrested. I think it was, like, banking information for important people. I don't even remember. Oh,
0: yeah. Panama Papers, baby. Offshore accounts. Code
2: numbers. He. He probably does have some serious dirt on a lot of people. Now, I think any dirt he had on the United States, he's released because he hates the United States.
0: Yeah, unless he was saving something maybe f- for Obama? Thinking, you know, it, just you know, to try to make it clear, look, U.S., you don't push this too far. You come after me, I got some dirt on y'all.
2: I'd forgotten all about that. Well,
0: that'd be exciting if that all breaks in the next few days, and, and it and it probably will. I mean, even now, shady operatives, very Euro-looking Euros, are probably heading for safe deposit so boxes from, in
2: Bonn, in Berlin, in Paris. From 2013, WikiLeaks has released a massive encrypted cache of documents as an insurance policy. Insurance policy. That's what I was just going to Google, Assange insurance policy. So they'll decrypt it. Yeah. So it's already out there. They'll just give the encryption key He had to the key. Papers. And the keys are in like different boxes around the world or something like that. Mm. I remember uh, that story. It was about very exciting. Four hundred gigabytes worth of information. That's a but lot not or not much. That's plenty. But have not yet explained how to access the files containing sensitive material. Again, this article from twenty thirteen. Yeah, wow. How did that not make the news today? Well, you know, part of the reason? The media sucks. Oh, they're terrible at their jobs. It's likely that this cache of data is a warning to anyone seeking to uh to get Assange.
0: Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the media is either uh, you know the serious hardcore media biased or broke. And then you got the square jawed, white toothed, perky boobed, uh, you know, area of the media that's just songs worth, if you ask me. And so, yeah, tough times, tough times. I
2: don't think Assange actually has anything. You that don't was think his so? threat. That's his thing to have things. I think he's used everything that was good. Ah, he held some back. That's what arch criminals do, Uh, masterminds, criminal geniuses.
0: I'm telling you, I'm excited. Don't damp. Don't try to rain on my parade.
2: You know, I'm thinking
0: there's some serious dirt on people.
2: So I'm watching the Batman Lego movie the other day. My kids, which are hilarious, by the way, if you haven't seen them. And the Joker shows up and tells this guy, like security guard at a bank or something like that.
0: So in those movies, the Joker isn't like a serious
2: psychopath. No. No, okay. it's like the <laughs> like the TV Joker of the the 60s really. Right. Yeah. He's kind of a bad guy trying to whatever, dominate the world, get a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, he tells this bank guard or whatever it is, you know, I'm going to pull off this plot and everything like that and he smiles at the guy and uh the guy has no reaction. He says, and Joker says, "Why aren't you frightened?" He said cuz Batman's going to stop you. He always stops you. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the way I feel about this Julian Assange thing. Like, Why aren't you right, man? They'll stop you. They'll figure it
0: out. No! 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 They're going to release all sorts of crazy yeah, stuff. Right. Batman, that, entertaining. He, Batman yeah,
2: will stop right. you. He always stops you.
0: So on the uh, <laughs> the new Joker movie, which I watched the uh, trailer for, and actually you can watch Sean watching the trailer, right? That's Didn't true. Yeah, not you do that? Yeah, yeah. Armstrongandgetty.com, if you're just so starved for entertainment, that appeals. But anyway. <laughs> um... This one, not nearly so funny, Jack, in that the Joker was actually a well-meaning clown guy. He liked to make people smile and laugh, but he took so much abuse and so many beatings and everything, and he was the victim
2: of so much cruelty, it turned him ugly. As someone who's done open mic stuff, the uh, the origin story of the Joker being a stand-up comedian who couldn't get laughs, therefore became a supervillain, and it, it, it resonates. Hmm. Why, <laughs> you wh- can see it. Why does everything have to be so dark? A darker take, and then even a darker take, and pretty soon it's just everything's going to be a snuff film. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: That's a leap. Wow. Wow. That's rough.
2: That's I suggest rough. the Batman Lego movies. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> a little lighter fare. Oh, yeah. It's a lighter take. Can we have a lighter yeah, take? Yeah, why a
2: darker take on everything? Right. Who wants that? I don't know. That sounds really dark. Work. And who's the joker in this one? That's the, uh, what's this? This Joaquin is the one
1: Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. 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 Probably be a good joker. the dog Phoenix. <laughs> oh,
2: why do they lie? Is it their greed? Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Yes, referencing a postcard we once got that just said, Why do you lie? Is it your greed? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's all it said. Here's your host, Joe Getty. All right, uh, let's get a final
0: thought from everybody on the squad. Marshall Phillips, be so kind as to lead us off, would you? The Masters Golfing
1: Contest going on now. I and my financial team have put together many investments in this one, so perhaps they'll be bacon in our future. Oh, yes. we get only
0: hope. Oh, very difficult to predict the winner of a golf tournament. Yes. The, uh, the most likely guy to win it, according to the most advanced computer yeah. model on Earth, has an 8% chance. Oh, really? It's the most
1: likely yeah. guy. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, I don't want these uh, superhero movies always being so dark, I'm going back to watching uh, the original Superman's Margot Kidder, Gene Hackman, Christopher Reeve. There you go. Simpler times. time. the original. Well, uh, you know. Positive Sean, your final thought?
2: Yeah, ATT is giving away an $18,000, 310-pound Game of Thrones replica Iron Throne. Now, Jack, I know you know that the Iron Throne was uh, created by Aegon the Con- Conqueror and it was forged from the swords of his surrendered enemies. Mm. And so if... I'm going to be in this contest to try to win it. If any of you win it and you don't at least invite me over for a picture on it, we're not friends anymore. Oh, no, I would do that. That absolutely. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yes, open house tonight at my kid's school. He's very excited about some project they've been working on for quite some time. Always fun. The open house, you see his desk, which is usually the messiest desk in the school room.
0: Uh, My final thought is I have a cold. That's ironic. A cold for the first time in I don't know how long. It's been a very, very long time. Having raised three children to adulthood, I have the immune system of a bull moose. Um, I don't like it. I remember not liking it, and I don't like it this time. They're unpleasant. I'm very
2: foggy-headed. Why is
0: that? Is it just fatigue? Mucus. Maybe my brain finally gave up on me, and it's just go. a coincidence. Maybe have
2: bees in your brain. I might have bees living in my eye. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. You
0: don't know what we're referring to? Google it and prepare to be horrified. Yeah. So many people to thank. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. dot com. got all the hot links there for you. You can email us.
2: See you tomorrow. God bless
0: America.
3: This is... Uh
1: And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. (laughs) The show's over. What? Bye-bye. Are you serious? You know what? It is, it is
0: serious. Armstrong and Getty.